Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. It ain't gay. Like everybody was drinking the Kool Aid, bro. Nobody everybody. thought Gangslicious was gay. Nigga, nigga made a whole long ass t shirt with the ass cut out. And niggas are still like, nah, nigga, you gotta reach for your piece. Mm-hmm. No, mm-hmm. nigga, somebody trying to reach for your ass, nigga. <laughs> nigga was selling purses. Nah, bro, it's a man bag. It's so you can hide what you gotta hide. Man, it's so much worse than the, the Riley. <laughs> Riley was going most... so hard. Yeah, he had bro. the worst outfit, bro. Riley was wearing a skirt. He's like, it's not a skirt, granddad. Nigga was dressed like Young Thug. And that's not even a diss. Mm-hmm. I literally, it's not often, but there was one outfit that I know he took a picture of where he was lit, he was dressed crazy. Like, I've seen and it, it wasn't for a video. It, yeah, it was before. a blackout. And I was just like, I was like, yo, like, niggas really will let you get away with anything if they really feel like you really out here in the streets. Like, I feel like street shit lets niggas do whatever, mm-hmm. honestly. Like, because that, like, bro, and I think in the same outfit, he was bent. Not in, he, like I think it was in the, it wasn't the same picture, but it was mm-hmm. another picture. I think it was bent over and it looked like this, like yeah, that's the one I've seen, bro. I remember I was like that is not even like that's not even like at least with the the uh, niggas got hype about the freaking the tiger the the jaguar looking dress. Mm-hmm. You can see that looks like a shirt. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It, it, he made it look like a shirt. The other outfit that's a straight up girl outfit. Like there's nothing masculine about that outfit at all. The most Except masculine thing about it, you could say that it was black. That's about it. That nigga made it masculine, I guess. He didn't make shit, nigga. He was wearing a girl's outfit, and niggas just accepted that shit because he done shot niggas before, I guess. Allegedly. 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 The world is crazy, bro. The world is crazy. For a long time, I've been like, you know what, Jesus? Whenever whenever you decide to come back, I'm not even going to be mad at you because this we we done, we done tore this place up. <laughs> we got this place all out of whack. You know what I mean? Shit braids, my nigga. Alright. So we doing Wale. Then we doing the three battles. And then we calling it a day. Yeah, we could do that. Mainly I'm going to focus on just uh kind of the two that we are familiar with that Dead and didn't touch uh, hundred miles and running, which mm-hmm. is like the first introduction to everything. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's very, very important. Whereas most people learned about him with mixtape about nothing. You and I and and others like us learned about him with hundred miles and running, and then I think mixtape and mixtape about nothing happened. And then I think the uh, I don't know if he had the cover before, or after, or during, but yeah. He's and then about, more about um, mixtape about nothing. With the double I thought you were going to talk about Back to the Future. Oh, no, 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 no. I realized Back to the Future is a tape I like, but it it wasn't even meant to be a big thing. Yeah. I just like it because it was Ninth Wonder Beats. And, you know, while at the time had good rapper friends, so these verses he was going to give was going to be fine. He's always had good rapper friends. Yeah. That is that is one thing he always can get is a feature. He's always yeah. been able to get features. And yeah. then niggas niggas really don't talk about back to the future it's like he had a whole tape with knife wonder niggas can't get that 
Yeah, yeah. And niggas should do that more, honestly. I, I'm, I, I'll be glad these days when some of the Griselda niggas or the underground niggas really decide, you know what? Alchemist is a dope-ass producer, and he's still willing to work with niggas and do whole tapes. Alchemist is one of the best people to make a whole tape with, honestly. Because mm-hmm. he had, like, he's one of the people, like, you work with me. You make a whole tape with me. I'm going to give you a bunch of random sounds because that's what I've been learning with the game. Mm-hmm. Alchemist, he's going to give you a certain sound. He's going to s- give a sound that works with you, but yep. it's going to be fire. It's going to be timeless. That's one thing that Al- Alchemist is really good at is, is timeless because we were talking about how Wally's tapes aged. All the tapes that I have, that he has recurrency. I could list. I list. I like them when I first listened to them, and I can listen to them now. They kind of don't. They kind of don't age. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's an ageless sound. You know what I'm saying? Unless we go into a weird atmosphere where somehow that shit sounds weird. But you know, I just want Fetty too. Oh my god, I want Fetty too so bad. Fetty was not supposed to be that good. I didn't. I didn't know it was going to be like that till I heard it. It was so good, bro. Yeah. Because I know Currency and Alchemist does well. Mm-hmm. And I know Freddie Gibbs is fire. I think at that time he ain't did a tape with Alchemist. Or I never heard too much with him and Alchemist. But mm-hmm. even the joint that Currency and Alchemist did that has a Freddie Gibbs feature on there. It's like the, the joint was good, but it's like, okay, Currency's good. Alchemist's good. Of course, you know, Freddie Gibbs is good. Of course it's going to be good. But for that tape to just be, I feel like it was like the best of everybody. Yeah, like, bro. It was great. Like, even Currency kind of stepped up his bars a little bit. Like, he was rapping a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Like, and everybody was having fun with it. And then, yeah. That's it's, Fetty 2 would be amazing. People don't just go in the booth and have fun no more, dog. They Niggas don't. Don't, don't. They don't do that. They don't just be like, all right, bro. You know what? We all here together. Let's yeah. just rap and drop it. Niggas be like, everybody trying to put together these coordinated attacks with their tapes. It's like, yeah. if you got fans, they gonna like it regardless. Just put it out. Just yeah. rap and put it out. That's That's been Currency's business model for years now. Just rap and put it out. Somebody gonna like it. But nobody else really does that. This is why I really get confused with rappers that get taste success and then they may have like label troubles and then mm-hmm. they find a way to get out of that label and then they just go and sign a note to another label. I don't get that shit. When it's like, especially now, you can put the stuff out yourself. Your fans are going to be able to find it. It'd be the niggas that know currency, too. This is almost kind of a shout out Wale, because he actually fits this perfectly, because he had label trouble the first time they got to MMG. Cool. He had a good time there. I mm-hmm. feel like he he developed as an artist. I'm not mad. Other people be mad about him with MMG. I'm not mad at all. No. You know what I'm saying? I was I was happy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I me like too. He he oddly fit. I didn't think it was gonna fit, but he oddly fit. I was mm-hmm. I was never mad at that. Then when they kind of were, I won't say filtered out, but they were doing more solo shit. It wasn't so much like be under the umbrella, be mm-hmm. self made. It was like, all right, now now niggas flap y'all wings. You know what I'm saying? Make me look like I made a good decision. You know what I'm saying? And it was all good. But then I think on um was it on the Shine uh, album? That's the one from 2017. I think around that time, he was, like, mad because he was having label trouble. Because, like, he literally, I think he, he, he was supposed to have a better deal, right? Uh, Yeah, he was supposed to have a better deal right when his last album came around, The Wild That's Crazy. And when that, after that album came out, he was, like, mad at the label again a little bit. And I'm just like, damn, you could have put this out on your own. Like, just yeah. figure it out. Like, you, you, I feel like you got enough resources to do it on your own. You can perform, afford certain production. You'll own more of the stuff more. You know what I'm saying? And this is also speaking from a certain level of ignorance because I don't I don't know what it's like to sign the contract and then be after the contract. I don't mm-hmm. know. So mm-hmm. Maybe certain things are in the air that I don't know, so I'm speaking out of my ass. So 
But I'd be thinking like, yo, more people need to go the currency route. Especially when you had success already. Like, I feel like it's even better because now you can fund things a little better. Or you can still go the cheap route because, bro, as a producer, why do I know that there's so many good producers out here that make top level beats, music, and they barely will even charge you? Mm-hmm. I'd be out here trying to get, trying to get niggas to pay for my beats, knowing that the next man literally is like, yo, free this, and that shit's shitting on my shit. You know what I'm saying? Especially the niggas that'd be like, yo, buy six beats for $15. Them six beats will be, will be fire. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, of any style. You want to you wanna make another So Far Gone? They got that. You want to make an R&B joint? They got that. Melodies everywhere, nigga. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Not your favorite 90s song sampled? And sounding good, oh, got that. You know what I'm saying? Like Griselda, we got that. Like any sound you want, it's there. Anything except for maybe a hit. But mm. most songs don't become a hit until no. you make it a hit. Everybody wants the joint that like sounds like a hit and then you just put vocals on it. Sometimes a lot of times it don't work like that. Because you can still have that and it just won't be a song. It won't be that good of a song. And sometimes it's gonna sound forced. Yeah, it's gonna sound forced. So I wish I I be I thought Wally was gonna go that way when he was like upset about with the labels that actually got free. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And before Terry Lanez decided to shoot one of our own black women, I thought he I was excited for him to go that route. That's why yeah. I was extra mad when he did that because I was just mm. like, damn, he was gonna be. Because you remember before Drake signed with Young Money, around the talk was with him it was like, oh, is he gonna be the first one to like be independent with a buzz and really show that we don't need the labels no more. You know what I'm saying? And then Chance was doing it, but then Chance gets called fake independent because he knows how to do some, make some deals, mm-hmm. which I still feel like it's independent. If you if you are still like not, if you can do a deal with a-, a, a, a Doesn't a he only have a distribution deal? Yeah. So I feel like that's still independent because you, you're it's not- the same thing. You can still do what the fuck you want to do, and that's the main thing. Master P had that. For sure. That's all he had. He he only had distribution. He owned everything else. Yeah, and every nigga is not gonna be Master P or nope. be Master P successful or have Master P's hustle. But niggas, I, w- I wish niggas would do that more often. And that's a hard route to go. Like I respect Chance one hundred percent for doing that. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like thank God he actually had a buzz since like damn near his first released tape. Well, not released, but the first tape we know about. He's had a buzz since. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He said on his- Acid Rap wasn't his first tape. That was like his third. It was uh, his second. It was his second? The, oh. Yeah, one before that was 10 Day. Okay, you're right. Which was supposed to be about his 10-day suspension uh, that happened when he got caught smoking weed at, on, um, at school. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And it was, it was a cool tape, you know what I'm saying? From a young kid, got a buzz, got him some shows, you know what I'm saying? Had a lot of potential in there. And then Acid Rap ended up being the best thing that the world ever loved. And it went crazy. And he was still independent then. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I want to see more artists go independent or go with the currency route. I'm going to call it currency route because I feel like that's literally the perfect example and has been the perfect example of a nigga who tried the machine, realized the machine doesn't work for him. You know what I'm saying? He wants to make what he wants to make and he's mm-hmm. going to sit back, smoke his weed and keep making the music he likes and getting better at it because and I he, he He's only had a core fan base and like... He don't have to try to get other people. He yeah. can make what he want to make. Like somebody's gonna like this, and it has been working. Yeah. Yeah, like currency don't gotta be the. He don't. She not trying to be you no know, radio charting nigga no more. Yeah. Currency's like, look, somebody gonna like it. Yeah. I don't need to sell 
two million. At Fox, uh, two hundred thousand. That's enough. Yeah. And the nigga been doing it so well, he actually took a, a major label debut with an album. He was like, you know what? I've released all these independently. Let me let me try. I, I've, I've released. I've, I've I've built up a name on my own, so now I can get some leverage with a label and mm-hmm. be like, all right, listen, you see what I can do. We can try this. You know what I'm saying? Give me a little bit more of a budget. I'll put a little more into the tape. I'm still gonna keep all the um all the uh, creative rights. You know what I'm saying? Maybe have a little more of a percentage. Let's see if my style can go bigger than what I've been doing. You know I don't remember that label. I, mean, I remember that album hitting like that. Wasn't that the it one? They wasn't, yeah, that was the one that had that Lil Wayne feature. And it was, what was that? That Bottom of the Bottle song or something like that? Yeah, it had that. It had a, a 2 Change feature on there. And yeah. it, was, it was a decent tape. But it still sounded like Currency. So it was like, it was, I think it was the Stone Immaculate. Mm. And ironically, oh, it you, had Wale You're talking, you talking about a different one. I'm talking about he had a more recent one. Oh, a more recent one? Yeah, I think it was called like I don't know fuck it was what oh, it was I wasn't called. I wouldn't even I wasn't even aware of a more recent one. Yeah. But yeah, I remember he did one like a while ago that had Wale on I think Wale was on the uh the track number one. You know what I'm saying? And it kinda showed that it was a major level because you could tell he just put more money into the production. Like the production sounded a little bigger. It's currency, so it's gonna just sound wavier. It's gonna sound mm-hmm. like, you know, there's more sound with it, more more bounce to it a little bit, but it wasn't him trying to make a s- single. It was just trying to make whatever he what he already does and make it sound a little bigger. I was thinking of this one, Canal Street Confidential. Oh yeah, I think that was like the second one. That was the second one. Yeah, I think that was the second one he did. Okay. Yeah, but the one I'm talking about is Stone Immaculate. I think I that came out maybe. I think it came out like one or two years before. It was um it was three years. Stone Immaculate was twenty twelve, mm-hmm. and then Canal Street Confidential was twenty fifteen. Yeah, yeah. So, like he he literally almost got bored doing his own thing. He was like, you know what? Let me try the machine. You know what I'm saying? I got a little leverage now. I don't gotta these niggas is not gonna try to make me do a song with Ariana Grande. Knowing damn well nothing about my fucking sound says I should make songs with Ariana Grande. Respectfully, no disrespect to her. Yeah, yeah. But, I ain't got nothing against her. So it was like. You know, and it was a it was a good tape. He you know he got a two change feature on there. He had pretty he had good beats. Even some um you know even though he's from the, he's from New Orleans, he was from New Orleans he's from the South. He doesn't tend to really go with Southern beats. He just goes with kind of groovy beats. You know what I'm saying? Which is a a, a progress on its own because in the very beginning his beats was weird. You know what I'm saying? He had a very big love for Pharrell beats, so he would rap on a bunch of those. And but a lot of his other beats was like it was kind of weird. It took a little minute to get used to his style, and he you know people be calling him a boring rapper because he ain't punchline heavy. He'll just really rap about what is going on with his life, but he'll kind of style it a little better. But you know by the time we got, we get to the pilot talk you know series, I feel like his style was kind of perfected a little bit. He figured mm-hmm. out what his lane was. He got with Ski Beats. Ski Beats, awesome, legendary from you know reasonable doubt days like. Was was making ill beats, and I think with Pilot Talk, like Ski would make a beat, and then he would like get it replayed, like not live, but like get live instrumentation into it. Mm-hmm. So it made it even better. You know what I'm saying? It made it even more live. So like currency, currency really took his career into his own hands, and he's been eaten ever since. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, and and all he gotta do is just, and he releases crazy too. I feel like it's like almost a New Orleans thing because like currency releases crazy, NBA YoungBoy releases crazy, Lil Wayne, Lil Wayne is one of the people that I feel like influenced niggas to to even do that in the first place. Yeah, influenced niggas to work hard and stay in that studio. I'm yeah, on with Gucci man. How, is, how you gonna say you always in the studio? You live in the studio, 
but we don't never hear no music. Yeah. When niggas like Lil Wayne and Youngboy and Currency, you gonna hear them. It's gonna get put out. Yeah. So it, the work is paying off. Yeah. Niggas who live in the studio, but you don't never hear no songs from. I feel like they just wasting their time for personally. Sure. For sure. Unless you like an R and B nigga or something, because you know, with them, they're trying to make hits like Chris Brown type niggas. Like they, he might be in the studio almost every day, but we're only gonna get hear from him when the album is ready to come out. Mm-hmm. You know, and lately he's been doing like forty song albums. I don't know if yeah. his next one's gonna be like that because I don't. It would be weird to have his legacy be that. Like at a certain point, he was like, "Yeah, every album from that point on was forty songs," and we know he could do it. He shits out songs. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He'll still make another hit that sounds like a previous hit, but it's going to hit today. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. The, the, the currency method. I'm, I want to see more niggas do that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But, yeah, Wale. I'm pretty sure we wasn't recording any of this, was we? Yes. We are. Okay, thank the God. Thank God. Thank God. That was a lot. That was a whole, like, 15 minutes of talking about Wale. Yeah, a separate separate segment. We didn't even get into Wale yet. We was really talking about currency. He's mainly talking about currency and getting away from the machine. And I want to see more people do that. Good, good, good.